Be Hero presents Sheroes. Hi everyone, Alicia here and Amy, and we are asking the so-called heroes to step aside for a moment so that we can give the Sheroes their turn in the spotlight. Yes, you heard right. Welcome to Sheroes, a podcast by Be Hero Media. So just sit back because it's time for the real game changers to show you how it's done. So, who are we going to talk about this week? We're going to talk about Martha Jones. She's one of the companions of the Doctor in the popular, long-running TV show, Doctor Who. Martha was played by... uh, Sorry if I butcher your name. Freema Aggieman? Sure. Maybe. If you happen to be listening, feel free to correct us. (laughs) Or anyone who knows how to say it. Yes. So, Alicia, tell me where she's from. So, she's from London, England... Earth, Milky Way Galaxy, 1999-ish, maybe? Wait, do you mean to tell me that being from Earth wasn't a requirement? Well, not on this show. It's a space-time show. Oh, good to know, good to know. So who is she? In a science fiction fantasy show that also occasionally dabbles in horror... Martha is a black human being traveling through time and space until she puts it all aside to take care of her family that have been held captive as bait or ransom or something of that nature for a full year. But when we first meet her, she is in training to be a doctor. She is single and instantly falls in love with a time and space traveling alien, the doctor, after he promises it means absolutely nothing and kisses her. He, however, isn't interested in her because he still isn't over Rose, a girl that he went on adventures with for years. Martha has two siblings, a brother and a sister. Her sister is in the habit of getting Martha into trouble. And while her brother is more of a footnote in the story, her sister is heavily involved in many of the Earth adventures we witness them go on after returning from time and space. There are many companions of the Doctor that we could talk about, and perhaps we will in the future, But this week, we really wanted to focus on Martha, because she demonstrates a lot of Shiro qualities that deserve celebration. As mentioned, we first meet her in a hospital that has been isolated from the rest of the world when it is launched into space and lands on the moon after being transported magically. Don't you mean scientifically? I don't know. I think it's somewhere between magically and scientifically. As I was saying... After the hospital is transported to the moon by the intergalactic police, who happen to look like rhinos walking on two legs in spacesuits, the hospital goes into chaos. Where everyone else is panicking, she immediately starts looking to see what can be done to prevent the entire hospital from certain doom. This attracts the notice of the doctor, Doctor Who. And through both of their efforts, they are able to trick the criminal into revealing herself as an alien and help the intergalactic police identify the criminal. The criminal is killed after assaulting the intergalactic police, and they return to the the hospital back to Earth. In the process, Martha actually revives the doctor, who was killed by the criminal. 
by performing CPR on both of his hearts. He has two hearts? Funny you should ask. Yes, he does. As a thank you for saving him, the doctor invites her to travel through time and space with him for one trip. That one quickly turns into one more, then one more, then just an open invite. So tell me, why is she a Shiro? I think one of the episodes that really demonstrates her Shiroic side is the episode where the doctor is captured by his old friend and enemy, or frenemy, the master. In this episode, she, the doctor, and Captain Jack had been on the run using Jack's little teleport watch after the master tricks the UK into voting him into office. Eventually, they walk into the trap set by the master because Martha's mom, dad, and sister are being held as bait on a ship or airplane. It might have been Air Force One? There comes a moment where she realizes that she cannot save her family or the doctor as long as she is on the ship. Captain Jack slipped the teleport watch on her wrist, and the doctor gave her some instructions for how to save the day, and Martha teleports off the ship, leaving everyone she loves except her brother in the clutches of the master. She walks the whole world over, talking to everyone she finds and telling them about the doctor, and giving them a message to think of a doctor at a specific time as gratitude for all the times he has saved them in the past, and as hope that he will be able to save them in the present. There's a specific date and time set aside for everyone to think of the doctor on this appointed day with the whole world thinking of the doctor and with their satellites flying through the air, amplifying this thought. It gives him back his powers. It appears that the doctor saves the world, but he couldn't have done it without Martha on the outside, giving hope to the world. Yes, and I just want to add here, just, I wasn't going to say this, but I just thought of it. So, yeah, he definitely could not have saved the world without him, because when, without, without Martha, without our Shiro, because, um... Well, when he was in the clutches of the master, he was basically like a shriveled little tiny golem. So um, without her, he was going to continue to be a little golem. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, another episode that shows her heroic side is after Donna has started traveling with the doctor. The doctor gets a call from Martha calling him back to Earth. In this episode, we find out that Martha has become a full-fledged doctor and now works for UNIT. Uh, you know what? I think this is actually your Shiroic, another one of your Shiroic sections. I'm passing the reins to you. All right. So UNIT is a government group that tends to work with the doctor and it actually is heavily in the, uh, Classico. Is that what they call it? I think that's what it's called. I think think it's the fourth doctor, but it might be the third. He works with UNIT quite a lot. So they tend to work with the doctor to save the Earth. Martha brought him to Earth to help look into this warehouse where things just aren't adding up. They notice that there are several people who all died on the same day in an Atmos car at the same time. She, UNIT, and the doctor go to the Atmos warehouse to look into what might have caused those deaths. You see UNIT arming themselves with weapons, and the doctor makes something of an offensive remark that this is what she is now doing. Martha says, look at me, I'm not holding a gun, am I? She was there to help people and to hopefully change them from the inside. Later in the episode, Martha gets captured by an alien race and they clone her. The clone is evil because it only knows what the alien race told her. The doctor figures out that the clone is not Martha and he goes with the clone Martha to find the real Martha. When the doctor rescues her, the clone starts dying because they have a mental connection, which is what is giving the clone life? 
We'll go with that. (laughs) Martha immediately goes to try and save her clone. The clone says the doctor is the enemy. Martha tells her to talk to her, not the doctor. I really love that Martha has such a big heart that she's willing to love a clone of herself and try to save her. She doesn't end up saving her clone, but you get a really good look into her character. I also love the episode that takes place during the Great Depression. We get to see a glimpse of what it was like for the people at this time, just as Martha is seeing it for the first time as well. She is good to everyone she meets, providing comfort and hope. But there is one notable scene where there are these pig slaves that used to be human, and they are hunting her and a couple other people as well. The pig slaves are coming up the elevator of the partially finished Empire State Building. All the while, there's a lightning storm going on outside Manhattan. Martha brilliantly comes up with a solution to use a large metal pipe as a lightning rod to direct the electricity toward the elevator. And saving their lives. Uh, Yes. (laughs) A lightning bolt courses through the lightning rod at the exact moment the elevator's doors open. It hits the pig slaves and stops them from getting in. I honestly can't remember if it killed them or not, but I can tell you that if it did, Martha would have mourned their deaths. That's just the kind of person she was. The reason why I think this is a heroic moment is because she didn't wait for anyone to save her. She figured out a way to save herself. Not to get too long-winded, but I did want to mention one other um, kind of moment of heroicness that I think is worth, worth mentioning. So there was this episode, it's with, it's actually with Donna Noble, and Martha is actually only mentioned in passing, but um, what happens is the episode is exploring what would have happened if Donna had never met the Doctor, and again, while this episode is really completely about Donna, the few seconds, like the Easter egg, really, of Martha Jones just is like enough for you to know the kind of person she is um so what happens is uh since the story is taking place with what would have happened if donna never met the doctor that means that the scene where the doctor is on the moon with martha didn't happen that way it means the doctor was never on the moon and so ultimately what ended up happening in this episode is that Everyone died except for one doctor. And this doctor, when he made it back to Earth as the lone survivor, um, and he's talking with, like, the news agents, he mentioned her by name, saying that um, above everyone else, she gave up her own oxygen to save someone else. And that just kind of shows you that that's the kind of person she is, and she's always going to be that kind of person. Tell me, what do we like about her? One of my favorite episodes with Martha is the last one where she is properly the doctor's companion. She was talking with the doctor after her latest adventure of saying, saving the earth with Donna when the TARDIS trapped her inside to take her on one last adventure. They end up on the world, on a world with humans and the Hath. The Hath are an alien race and we don't really know that much about them, but they seem to have come to this planet with the humans, Martha, the Doctor, and Donna land on this world and discover that these two people have been at war for generations. Martha ends up being captured by the Hath. She sees that one of them is injured, and she she's either still in training or is a full-fledged Doctor at this point. I can't exactly recall, but she decides to help this Hath. 
His arm was out of its socket, and she puts it back in place and befriends the half people while the doctor and Donna are off trying to figure out the origin of the war. The thing I love about this episode is that this alien wasn't human. He was arguably her enemy, and she didn't think twice about helping him. Yeah, that's really awesome. I did want to mention, I wanted to cut in here for a second and just mention that, um, like you mentioned, how the the TARDIS actually felt that she needed an extra adventure. I mean, how cool is that? The TARDIS considers you worthy to stay. And if you haven't seen the show, the TARDIS is technically a being. Um, it yeah, doesn't it have like some form of like sentience. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's a great honor. Now, as you were mentioning, though, about this adventure with them in the half, I love that you brought up this episode. Um, Because I also was going to bring it up, but you beat me to it. So not only in this episode do you see her help an alien race that looks at her as an enemy, as an enemy, but later in the episode you see her, she's trying to get back to the doctor in the fastest way, and I believe warn him. But the fastest way to get there is on the surface, and no one's been on the surface before. It's um, it's not fully, like, formed, per se. It's not habitable yet, so no one's been there before. But to her, like, this is important, and she's going to go. She actually convinces her half-friend to go with her to the surface, and they brave these elements alone. Um, while she's on there... Uh, the half actually ends up saving her and dies in the process. And you see her just like devastated and absolutely heartbroken about this. She does eventually get back to the doctor and you discover that the planet was being terraformed to be habitable for both the half and human race. And not only that, but it's only been about seven days since they landed there. Yeah, so when I said generations, these uh, these people, they clone themselves. So they're just constantly cloning themselves and constantly dying. So it is generations, but it's, like you said, only a few days. Yeah. And there's a few more major mo- moments in this episode, and it ends with Donna trying to convince her to stay. But she again chooses not to. Okay, so I know you had one more thing that you wanted to talk about that you really like about her. And it is great totally love this i think it could have been in the heroic section but i'll let you i'll let you take it take the reins Uh, okay thanks um yeah so there's two episodes that have always kind of impressed me about martha the first one is where she and the doctor have done three adventures together or maybe four adventures at this point um they've just had their another adventure on earth and he says something like want to go on one more trip and she tells him no she's not going to be a guest anymore that he can just cast off at any time and it's so good i I decided that i should just quote it directly so here goes i can't go on like this it's not fair i don't want to be just a passenger anymore someone you're taking on for a treat if that's how you still see me then i'll just stay here and he agrees She's more than just a passenger, and he gives her the TARDIS key. The next time is after she saved the world from the Master with the Doctor's help. He asks her where they should go next, and she tells him she won't be coming with. It's a beautiful scene where she moves on, even though she loved the adventures. She decides not to continue because the Doctor doesn't 
reciprocate her feelings. I like both of these scenes, and I'm not quite sure how to describe it. It's kind of like she knows that she is worth more than what the doctor can offer her, so she walks away. Yeah, and one thing I like about that is when she goes in there to give him an explanation, she just says, like, it's like I always tell my friend, or maybe it was her sister. Could have been her sister, easily. Um, basically, you have to get free of these kind of situations. Like, if they're not going to give you what you need... Walk it, away. Walk away. And so I just love that, like, that's something she tells her friends and she takes her own advice. Yeah, I love that, too. Uh, there was one other thing I was thinking about this. I'm just trying to remember what it was. Oh, oh, I know. I was just going to say that, like, I know I quoted the other one, but you got to watch this one. You just got to go see it. So I'm not going to quote it for you. Well, which episode then can they find it in? Uh, <laughs> we'll put it in the comments. <laughs> okay, well, I wanted to say one of my favorite moments with Martha that we haven't talked about yet. So in Martha's last proper episode, um, as a companion to the Doctor, the Earth has been moved from orbit into a completely different location, in addition to 26 other planets. The Daleks have invaded Earth and starting, started killing humans. Martha escapes unit in New York, where I think she's the only survivor, and ends up home using a teleport device. She then contacts the Daleks with something of a ransom. She says that she has the, now I might pronounce this wrong, the Osterhagen key? As the doctor would say, what's an Osterhagen key? So, I, it's a bunch of nukes pointed at the core of the earth, maybe? <laughs> something like that? Um... It's to be used when the Earth's suffering is so great that the destruction of the Earth is the only option. The Doctor shouts that it is never an option, but Martha continues and says that she believes the Daleks need the 27 planets for something. But what if it becomes 26? What then? Rose, who Martha has been hearing about and compared to for far too long, comments, Oh, she's good. Yeah, she is. <laughs> yeah, I I love that. And I just want to be clear that Martha, like, the only reason why she was willing to use this Osterhagen key is because she understands that, that basically the stakes are the universe or Earth, basically, or, or the universe or Earth or who knows. So that's why she basically made that decision is because the 27 planets were really going to be used as a weapon, and if, as I recall, basically to destroy all life in the universe. Any other favorites that we haven't mentioned yet? I've got one more. In the episode where we meet Shakespeare to expel the evil ancient alien witches, um, yeah, those things, Shakespeare has to basically spout out words to reverse the opening of the portal. He's put together a rhyming stanza, but gets stuck, gets stuck at the last word. In an act of true heroism, Martha shouts out, Expelliarmus! And the portal closes with Martha having saved the day. And the world. So, where in the media can you find her? Of course, you can find Martha in Doctor Who. And she can also be found in its spin-off show Torchwood. Which we haven't seen yet. No promises if we're going to go back and watch it now. But if you have a favorite episode with Martha, 
maybe comment and let us know. Maybe we'll go watch it. Yes. She's also in The Infinite Quest. I haven't even heard of that. It's a segment of the children's spin-off show, Totally Doctor Who. Uh, they're all short episodes, as in around three minutes. She also appears in several Doctor Who novels and comic books, including New Series Adventures, The Story of Martha, Doctor Who Magazine, Doctor Who Adventures, Battles in Time. She is also in the audio drama Lost Souls. You know, when I saw that written down, I definitely thought it was going to be in the Lost audio drama. <laughs> but, you know, it's <laughs> They should have called it that. They should have. All right. Well, that is all we have for you. Thank you for listening. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, share, share. You know the drill. All right. Well, uh, to women and girls the world over, be brave. brave.